0: For the Love of Teaching is a podcast brought to you by TeachStarter. We save teachers hours each week by bringing them quality, downloadable teaching resources for their classrooms. To make your classroom buzz, go to teachstarter.com.
1: I remember when I first started teaching, we wrote on report cards and oh. the, the cardboard was yellow and we had to buy yellow liquid paper for when you oh. made a mistake <laughs> from handwriting the report card comments.
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Bronwyn Brady from Teach Starter, and this is for the love of teaching. Today's guest is in her 30th year of teaching. Can you imagine 30 years of classroom setup, photocopying, report writing, playground duty, cold cups of coffee, staff meetings and PD. Some of her students are now probably parents themselves and some are probably teachers the educational trends have come and gone and Chandelle Gammon has seen them all she injects humor and fun into her days teaching her grade fours on the Gold Coast and she shares her love of teaching on Instagram as teaching on the DC welcome so much thank you for joining me chandelle thanks for having me Bron <laughs> so tell us about your teacher training how did that go and what was the course structure like
1: Um, It was a three-year course through the Diploma of Teaching at BCAE, Mount Cravat. So, um, and I lived on residence and it was such a good time. Oh, how nice. (laughs) So you just go up this goat track. So it was a very steep track of steps up to top college, we used to call it. So I lived on residence for two years where you slept in like a study room and went down to like a mess hall and had meals and yeah and
0: lots of partying yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh I gotta watch those teaching students so was it did you study there because your family lived away or what was the reason that you traveled to Brisbane
1: so Griffith Uni was not Non-existent at that stage. Um, I actually did like a pilot program on the Gold Coast where we actually set up at the old Surface Paradise State School for my first year of college. Oh. And then it was just a, we were like guinea pigs, I guess, just <laughs> a little test run. Yep. And then we were told, right, you've got to go to Mount Gravatt now to finish your diploma. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So there was no uni, no college on the Gold Coast. That's
0: amazing. So did you do pracs when you were at uni? Yes, we did pracs in Brisbane schools. No, I did mainly Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we did pracs regularly, like they do now. So, do you think your uh, uni experience was more like a college, like an American college experience? Well, it was called a college. Yeah, there was no. <laughs> the year that I
1: finished my diploma. The following year, so 1990, everything changed to universities.
0: Mm, Okay. Oh, really? So it was Teachers College. When you hear people talking about Teachers College, that was you. (laughs)
1: BCAE stood for Brisbane College of Advanced Education. There you go. I never knew
0: that. There you go. That's amazing. So we had
1: Mount Gravatt Campus, Nathan Campus, um, Kelvin Grove
0: as well. Oh, they were all connected. Yes. Oh, (laughs) that's so amazing to hear how things were so different back then. And it was a three-year course.
1: Three years and then three Three years later, so 1993, I did
0: my um, Bachelor of Education externally. Oh, okay. And so how? what was that? Was that a, a top-up or did you start an undergrad degree and do the whole...
1: Well, we had been told that we could get more money by being four-year trained. Okay. So, you know, people applied and a lot of the, us would just teach and we'd do one subject a semester mm-hmm.
0: and got our Bachelor of Teaching that way. Amazing. And how long did it take you to it complete that? took me two that? years. Yeah. Wow. So working and studying. And how did you find, how did you balance that?
1: Oh, pretty easily
0: because I was young.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 23 and just got into the study and just did one subject
0: per semester and it was quite easy. Oh, good on you. Amazing. So, you were one of the teacher college trained teachers and then you got a Bachelor of Education as well. So, you've seen both sides of that. I have. How do you feel that the college experience prepared you for teaching as opposed to the Bachelor of Education?
1: Um, much the same, I think. I don't think there's a big difference Mm -hmm. at all.
0: And the most important question, could you get paid more as a four-year trained teacher?
1: Most definitely. (laughs) (laughs) That's why a lot of people did it. Yeah. Because you just got those extra dollars in your pay packet. So Mm -hmm. it
0: was a great carrot that was dangling (laughs) yeah absolutely I've always wondered about that because when you see the pay schedule or the award it's always got the three-year trained and the four-year trained it has but I didn't realize that it was an option to go back and and like step it up so that you could go to the four-year trained yes it was a great option yeah I know
1: there's still teachers out there that are still three-year trained Mm -hmm.
0: yeah same actually yeah Yeah. so when you finish the end of your formal training did you feel 100% prepared to teach
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't think any teacher that has finished their training should feel that way because once you're in a classroom, it's a totally different situation. Totally different. You know, you're know, you in charge of that class. You're in charge of all the planning, all the marking. You, know, all, you don't have that person to bounce off yeah. like when you're in your pracs. So I don't think any teacher could possibly be 100% ready.
0: That's pretty reassuring because I think a lot of teachers who are still pre-service teachers feel this kind of daunting feeling about a- approaching graduation and thinking, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I remember feeling like that and I thought, I'm not ready. But that first year out, learning so much and then by the end of that year, being feeling a lot more capable. So it's really cool to hear you say that even after 30 years of experience, you can still reflect and th- know that you didn't feel That's didn't right. feel 100 percent prepared. It's very normal. <laughs> yes it's really it is cool. it yeah. is very normal. <laughs> so you live on the Gold Coast now and it's such a beautiful part of the world. I was actually there last week with my family. Um, have you always taught on the Gold Coast?
1: No, I did a three-month stint in England doing uh, supply, and that was interesting. <laughs> Yep. I've also done one year in Innisfail. So my husband worked in construction and after Cyclone Larry, Ooh. we moved the family up to Innisfail and I taught there for one year just doing oh, contract. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, so that was a different way of life up there. Yeah. Very wet. <laughs> you, you learn about wet weather lunches up in F&Q. Oh,
0: my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare.
1: The kids are used to it. Yeah, they was. I was really not well. used to it.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, and I guess if you've got routines established, like you would have had in Innisfail, they're kind of more, like you said, they're used to those right. wet lunches and making do, whereas our kids here... Oh my gosh, my own kids hate when it's raining because they're such outdoorsy kids and they just go, I'm bored. I'm so bored.
1: <laughs> a lot of my kids go, yay, when they hear the wet weather bell.
0: Yes. What? Why? What I appeals? I don't know. I don't know. I truly don't. <laughs> a DVD maybe <laughs> makes Well, their day. I don't always put on a DVD because it's not the same impact anymore. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because they do have a lot of screens, I guess. That's and right. And exposure to that kind I of... I try and
1: get the games out, you know, get some games, yeah. play dominoes. Let's. That's not. Yeah.
0: No wonder they look forward to it. That sounds really fun. (laughs) I used to like it because you get to eat your lunch at your desk and it was a bit more fancy than sitting on the cement. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, Shandel, you have been teaching. This is your 30th year of teaching, which blows my mind because (laughs) you're so vibrant and still so passionate about your job. But what does it take to stay in the profession for 30 years?
1: Well, I think you've got to have a supportive environment, both at school and at home. Um, work-life balance is really important. You know, don't drill yourself at home thinking, I've got to get this done. Instead, you know, go for a walk or go to the gym or mm-hmm. just catch up with some friends. So work-life balance is really important. Um, I work for, uh, part-time for a while. That's always got your advantages. Um Although sometimes it was easier going to school than staying at home with the kids. <laughs> oh, I hear you. <laughs> Yep. But you definitely get the best of both worlds working part-time. So I worked part-time, I think, for about seven years. Oh, really? Yes. That's great. So I did like a uh, job share and, and that, I think, gives you your sanity back for mm. a little while. Yeah. And, yep. and then you think, oh, the kids are at school, let's go back to full-time Yeah. and go... Back into the normal way.
0: Yep. So did you job share when your kids were little and yes. then once they were both up in school, that was the end of the seven years. That's it. I went yep. back to full time. Yeah. And what did what was your decision making when you thought about going back to full time? Were you missing having your own class full time? Or were you thinking your kids are gonna were your kids at your school and it made it easy for you to do drop offs and pickups anyway?
1: My kids were at my school, yes. Yep. And that made it extremely easy and just it is easy when you teach at the same school as your yep. kids because they can sit in your classroom after school, and they when they are older they could actually walk home. If, oh, that's good. Yeah. so yeah, yep. it, it's it has its advantages having your kids at your school, but I can see it, disadvantages as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just a financial thing. They're yep. at school.
0: Let's get into paying the mortgage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of young families can definitely identify with. Um, that constant balance of, you know, time with the kids, um, having enough money to service your mortgage, having a life as well because sometimes if you are working full-time and you have little tiny kids, that is a must because you need to do it um, to afford to live. But if you can have some time off, it is nice to, to still keep a foot in the door with part-time teaching like you did because then you you, you know, you maintain your uh, registration, and you stay up and the to date practices. With the the
1: yeah. practices change constantly in education, and if you're out for so long, even three years, yeah, you can go, you can come back in, and you think, oh, what's this all about? This is a new system of assessment. This is a new mm. way, you know, yep. that explicit teaching. Yeah. Like we've got iPads now, we and we didn't have iPads last year. You know, it's yeah. just a new. Yeah, way of thinking and you've just got to think oh if luckily I didn't stay away too long because otherwise I'll be back at square one yeah
0: yeah and did it do you think that it was good for your mental health and well-being to c- continue teaching while you raised your kids as well because I feel like for me
1: that's a thing oh most definitely yeah it's always um like I said it was sometimes it was easier to go to work because <laughs> it's nice to sit down and have a break yeah. and have adult conversation <laughs>
0: Yeah, so that's true. It's so good to get a balance and it can be really good for you. If you're a person that enjoys your job and loves working, then definitely something that's worth thinking about, striking that balance. (coughs) Talking about changes that happen in education, what is the best thing that you've seen happen since you began teaching all those years ago? The internet. I remember as a,
1: a prac student... Staying up to 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, Mm -hmm. making resources for your lessons, you know. And I think some teachers now Mm -hmm. or prac students don't realise how easy they have it now um, because they can just do a Google search and, you know, the world's their oyster. Yeah. (laughs) And just engaging kids with what you can put up on a projector these days and, Mm -hmm just for teachers also like yeah. oh i want to look for a
0: youtube clip on multiplication or yeah. you know it's just amazing it definitely has changed education a lot so that's a really good one <laughs> well done for thinking of that <laughs> oh my gosh what would we have done <laughs> so thinking back over your whole career lots of the time we talk to our colleagues and we engage with them and sometimes we vent to them <laughs> and sometimes we offer them advice but what's the best advice that a teaching colleague has ever given you
1: not to reinvent the wheel, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, rely on your colleagues and say, oh, I've made this worksheet, would you like a copy? Mm-hmm. Or And sharing resources is really important. Yes. And, you know, there are some teachers that are quite selfish that way and mm-hmm. they think oh well I've made it up and that's why Teach starter is so awesome because you can just go on there and you can go look at this great resource yes yeah um so reinventing the wheel we don't have time for no. that these days mm-hmm. no way in the world no we're too I, busy
0: and do you tell that to other teachers too now
1: i sure do yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's so no good having um supportive colleagues and a good community and a good even just a good year level team where everybody contributes and shares yes yeah because because um, like it's only going to benefit the children if exactly. you're sharing the stuff. It's not like withholding it is going to help your class more. So yeah, yeah. that's for sure. Like we we're
1: working in a school where you can share resources and it's give and take. You know, mm-hmm. you give this to me, I'll give. You know, you just say, "Yeah, oh, thanks for sharing that with me." Here's something I've got, um, and it all saves us time. Yeah,
0: yeah, and working in such a digital world it's so much easier to share things as well so if you've got an amazing spreadsheet that you've made up and it's taken you a few hours if you think about it like that time being spent split between seven other teachers in a big school is so much more valuable that you've invested and it's paying off because then it might be used for years and years and years so each time someone uses it it becomes I guess reduces the workload that you've put into that it does yeah it's really good what is the best advice that you've ever offered to another teacher in your time
1: well, it would be from in recent times. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely get onto Instagram, join websites, teach starter because yeah. it comes back to time being precious. Yeah, um, comes back to don't reinvent the wheel. So much stuff is on there. Mm-hmm. Get it. Get an account. Follow these people that have got these awesome ideas. Yeah, because you know they're there. Yeah, and. going to save you so much time so yeah but
0: it's not only clever to use those tools but it's also enjoyable like you're on instagram do you love being on there yes yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) much to my family's (laughs) displeasure.
0: are you on your phone again oh (laughs) I i hear you it's so it's so good though because it really connects you to people that you otherwise would never have met or would never meet or you were telling me before about one of your teaching friends who's on the other side of the world which is amazing yes so how did you meet that friend?
1: She made a comment on something that I put on Instagram and um, we although we haven't met, we we talk on WhatsApp and we see each other and we're really, really close and we've got she's the same age as me. Yep. So we've got so many similarities. You that is know. so cool. Yeah, yeah. So we hope to visit her next year.
0: Oh really? You're yes. going over to the States? Yes. Oh how exciting. <laughs> oh, that'll be so good. Yeah. Oh, you'll have to get lots of photos for the gram. <laughs> Teacher besties, <laughs> do New York. Although we've never met personally, but you can still like That's develop it. such an amazing relationship with people online, even if you never actually meet them face to face. Because it's it's the same thing, really. Yes. You still and yeah, probably having better quality conversations in some ways because it's refined to a character limit or if you're on WhatsApp and you're having a face-to-face you're aware that your time is so precious that you want to have really good quality connection with them.
1: Yeah so. and time is um, really hard to work by especially when we don't have daylight saving and their oh, clocks move yeah. forward and she goes oh it's three hours difference now I go yes that's not good <laughs> that extra hour is not a good thing in oh, our life."
0: Oh yeah you might miss each other for the summer <laughs> or yeah her summer is it her summer and then it turns back to yes okay (laughs) i was just thinking before like your posts and your personality and your beautiful comments that you give to other people on their posts it's just so wonderful that you have so much glow about you after 30 years like you still have that sparkle how do you stay so super positive about your job and keep that passion ignited
1: that's a hard one but um having to having joined instagram recently um Certainly helps because there's so much inspiration on there. So having that little community online Mm -hmm. is always gives you an oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm going to try that with my class. See how it goes, because you can get stuck in a rut. Mm -hmm. And you know when you've got kids that are challenging, you want to look for new ideas. Have a look through social media. Have a look on Teach Starter, and oh, there's a new game I want to try. So. The social media part of it is always about, you know, trying something different mm-hmm. and that kind of keeps me stimulated and keeps me going.
0: Yeah, so changing things up.
1: Changing it up, yep. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's awesome. What a great tip. Thank you so much, Shandell, for joining me to talk about all of these amazing things that you've done in your time and to hear a bit about your past and, and what you're doing now. Thanks so much for having me. It's that's been lovely. a joy. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of For the Love of Teaching. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so that you get the latest updates on all the newest episodes.